BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Aloha! From theballerlifestyle.com, it's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. You're listening to episode number 432 of the show. We appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you for being our friend. We we love having you in our realm. Um, a couple things. If you want to reach out and you want to email us, do it. We've been recording more on Mondays lately, and we'll probably record more on Mondays. Not to get too behind the scenes, but a lot of people wait till Tuesday to email because they know we record on Tuesday. Lately, we've been recording on Monday, and that means if you're a Red Circle subscriber, bonus content, you get the day the show one day before everyone else. You get all the you get this whole show with no commercials, and you get all the bonus content that we tack on the end, all the stories we don't talk about here. Like this week, we're going to talk about how Elon Musk likes to fuck, and he fucked his friend's wife, Sergey Brin. Which, like, how? Well, okay, I'm not going to give you the take right now. You got to list. You got to be a Red Circle subscriber. Click the link in the show notes. It's five bucks a month or fifty bucks a year, and we appreciate it. You get a lot of extra stuff there. Bonus shows. You get the stereo shows that I do on Friday nights thinking about maybe making that a zoom thing the problem is i don't want everybody to be able to talk whenever they want but the stereo stereo is fucking bullshit the app sucks i i was screaming into the app this week because no one no one could hear me and i was just screaming what is this what is this what is this i was standing in my bathroom and then finally I was able to connect with Dolomite and I thought I had like made a new show. But then when I downloaded the thing, it got me screaming the whole what is this? And then 10 minutes of silence and then the show started. So bottom line is I w- but people like the interaction. So I've been thinking about moving those to Zoom and like, I don't know, maybe we do a hand raise feature or something. I like stereo because people can just leave messages and then we do a show that way. But either way, 
if you want to hear that, I'm going to trim off the part, the 10 minutes of silence that happened this week on our on our live stereo show. We're trying to find a better way, but that that shows up in your red circle. Click the link in the show notes. You can subscribe there. You can also click the link, the, the pinned tweet on my Twitter. And if hey, look, five bucks a month bridge too far. You're busy. Um, you're busy paying the. Um, who are those guys that worked for Obama that do that political show? Those guys. You're busy paying those guys their money or your your big my favorite murder guys and you pay them. Hey, I understand. You only have so much podcast budget. You can be like this guy, LeJimmy or Lime, who left a very nice review. Five stars. Straight fire. Brian and quote Ed bring the heat every single week. A great source to stay up to date on sports news, other news, deaths, and dongs. Really everything you need to stay adequately informed as a world citizen. Thank you for that. LJME. Lime. Is the J supposed to be an I or is it LJME? I don't know. Either way, we appreciate it. Leave us a review. That's awesome. If you're not going to subscribe or do both, whichever. Send us an email, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com or leave us a voicemail, 949-464-TBLS-8257. I know the difference between an email and a voicemail. I am joined. He also knows. I am joined now, as always, by Ed Daly. Ed, how are you, buddy? Uh, a little sad mm. by the breakup of my some of my favorite guys, Jesus and Marrow. Oh, I saw. Uh. I meant to bring this up. Yeah, they're like very sad to each other on Twitter. What happened? So what, you know, some I think it was like Daily Beast or something. Essentially, there was a um, somebody behind the scenes. Maybe it was like their one of their producers or something, but he was um, unprofessional. I I think he was. uh, abusive towards staff members. Oh yeah, that happens. And they defended him or they, they the other no, way. One, one, one had said he had to go. I think Jesus said he had to go. Right. And Mero uh, wanted to be loyal to him. And then that led to the split up, but it was like a behind the scenes bullshit. Yeah. That's not that fun. No. And they're they're They were great together. I mean, I, I, I think they're both talented, but I think, yeah, uh, I was talking with a buddy. I, I could see Jesus like getting a late night show kind of talent. Oh, right. Like, he's, so he's more he's big time. talent guy. I think he, I think he could straddle mainstream a little more. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, Wait. like, but, but they're both funny. Like I, I could see Mero having a career. It's just not quite like that. Their show is their show still on, right? Or was? Well, they were like, I think they were just in, uh, you know, they would have, I don't know what the actual season was. I sure. think the season during hiatus. But they would have these random hiatuses. Yeah. And so I think hiatus and they're like, yeah, they're not making it anymore. That's, that was it. Guys, like nobody, there's no loyalty other than to the other guy that is on the camera. Like, yeah. I, so, no, yeah, it's, if the it's guy, a bad one. Yeah. Yeah, that's very like, sad. Because they had a good thing. They, 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 you know, they were doing well on Showtime, and then that's it. It's like, you know, whatever the breakup is, now, like, 
just a totally different thing. They had been doing that show for like five years. But anyway, that bummed me out. Um, it's, but it's similar, it's similar to the it's similar to the call her daddy girls breakup except oh, with uh, talented people, people who had something to offer the world. Right, not not people that just uh, lucked into it, and one of them got twenty million dollars. It's not the same. It's actually talented people breaking up, which is always a bummer. There's, you know, only so much content in the there's only so much good content in the world. That's sad they couldn't work it out. And oh my god, now it's a pay only. I gotta find the. So I just stumbled upon an article that is crazy offensive. Uh, a Rhode Island restaurant. Yeah, here, Rhode Island. I, you're, you're, you're saying Rhode Island. I feel some racism coming. It's just a guess. <laughs> well, close anti-Semitism. I'll tuck it. Yeah, same diff. The Atlantic Sports Bar and Restaurant in Tiverton mm. posted a meme. Oh yeah, that had a photo of Anne Frank, oh, no. along with the copy that said, "It's hotter than an oven out there, and I should Stop know." It. Stop it. That's not real. I mean, real. Come I, on. I don't believe in cancellation. Like they need to be canceled. That is, yeah. that is crazy. Yeah, offensive. I can imagine many people going to the bar. That's doing. And but Frank, but maybe they're, maybe they're, it's but that's their clientele. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe they're actually just concerned about Anne Frank's white privilege, which we talked oh, about. Yeah, that's right. We did that story. Yeah. So maybe it's not, it's not. I mean, we, that is awful. So, if you are somebody seen in Atlantic Sports Bar and yeah. Restaurant after this moment, yeah. you need to be canceled too. Yeah. I know. I mean, Rhode Island, very small what state. Didn't make the forgettable list for us. <laughs> yeah, because we forgot them. Because yeah, well, cause, well, because of the Pawtucket Red Sox, and of course the um, Farrelly and, Brothers and Brown University. Brown, I didn't even know that. That's in, that's in the in Ivy Providence. League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good school. I know Providence College because, of course, God Sham God went there. My all-time, of one of my course, players, God Sham God, one of the greats. I just saw before we started. It's the it's the forty year anniversary of Caddyshack being released. Oh right, right. Today I saw that. Conversely, or not conversely, similarly, it's the sixteen month anniversary of. Uh, the podcast we did about it, episode number three thirteen. You'll get nothing in like it. So if you if you're a big Caddyshack fan, you should go back. I might go back. I'm gonna go listen to this Travis, right? Yeah, with Travis. I'm gonna go back and listen to it tomorrow on the way to work. You know who was really bummed was um, Chris Morales. He thought he thinks he's like an expert on Caddyshack. And oh, look at this nice this nice message. I'm just looking at the uh, Baller Lifestyle podcast website episode 313 uh chris morales who of course was a guest on the boogie nights episode and then um, was that the one where it was he was he trying to fuck with me the whole time well he was just like he wanted to ask you a lot of questions because he does he was curious he's curious people got real upset that he was he was he He was with me and i was like i just I, i didn't see it but i remember there was like people were standing up on my behalf and i was like i don't I didn't I didn't get that I was being fucked with. No, he was he wasn't being rude, but he was just he just kept digressing from the conversation to ask you. He wanted to keep you involved, which I think was good because the rest of us were in the same yeah, room. I just re- I remember people were like fu- like standing up for me and I was like, 
did I miss the part where I should be insulted? Yeah, no, you weren't insulted. And and but then afterward, he um he nearly sleep apneaed himself to death on my couch after he oh. and, after he and Travis split a bottle of Jameson. And then, but oh, but then he was hurt that we, he, we didn't have him on as a guest for the Caddyshack episode. I didn't know he was an expert on Caddyshack. I mean, everybody loves it. Also, it's kind of hard to do four people talking you know three is probably the optimal amount dude ed yeah i know yeah. i rest a lot it probably drives people crazy the yeah, other that's, a, that's our show yeah the, okay let me read jeff clark's jeff clark actual buddy of mine i just wanted to thank you guys so very much for all the extra work you're doing creating content for us all during this unprecedented time hope you are both well hope we can all come come out of this soon we did the show on may or march 29th of 2020 <laughs> oh through so much by then uh thank you for that jeff yeah guys if you're if you're interested in caddyshack episode 313 i don't when did caddyshack 2 come out and because that's that should really oh, be i can remember i went with some buddies for yeah. my birthday i believe like because there was real excitement Oh, I know. And you realized yeah. that's when you realize like there are comedy sequels don't work it, ever. Uh, especially with Jackie Mason and Dan Aykroyd and yeah. Jonathan. Replace Silverman. replace replace Bill Murray with Jackie Mason. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. is it is an anniversary. Came out around the same time. It's a summer movie. July twenty second, nineteen eighty eight. Yeah, my twelfth birthday. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, my well, my my birthday was in March, but yeah, like mm -hmm. I, I definitely went with buddies. It wasn't my birthday, but yep. I definitely went. So I was a tw excited twelve year old in July '88, and it was horrible. Yeah, I recall seeing it in the theater as well. It might be worth it. I mean, because it's widely considered. Oh, Robert! That's right. They have Robert Stack try to replace Ted Knight, who had Ted Knight. Yeah, Ted Knight had kicked off by then. Probably. Yeah, and but yeah, I mean, we yeah, I'd, I'd be up for doing that one. Rodney, that's, a, that's a weird one. No Rodney, no Bill Murray. Dan Aykroyd playing the Bill Murray character, Carl Spangler, or or a different, or he's like Carl Spangler's brother or something. Yeah, Captain Tom Everett. Yeah. Oh, well, that's there's there, there's talent. Yeah. in Aykroyd for sure, but he has done a ton of shitty movies, like unfunny true. shitty yeah. movies. Really bad shit. He he is recently separated from Donna Dixon. Oh, she, which was a big pull. That was yeah. Spies Like Us, I think, is where they met. She kept it together for quite a while. Like, I'm looking at yes. her and it's not that long ago. She kept it yeah. together. Good for yeah, you. I remember Stern had him on a few years ago and uh, and she was in the green room and they posted pictures. And I was like, yeah. wow. Just bring her and interview ball. him because all he wants to do is talk about how he's been visited by aliens a bunch of times and how he um, sells some kind of vodka. He's got his own vodka. It's, yeah, it's sad that like all the Ghostbusters stuff, you realize he was taking the supernatural stuff really yeah. seriously. I know. And you're like, oh, I thought you were just being like clever. You, you believe this stuff. You wrote that movie. Like it's like. And then, but like yeah. out of some truthfulness, like I it's oh, I know, sad. I know it is. It is kind of a bummer. Oh, this is what I was going to say. Uh, what a what a run for us, by the way. Episode three twelve, we did 
Joe Exotic. We did the uh, what was that show called? The Tiger King. With we did friend. a bunch, not like we did like a couple a week. We were just doing random movies. We didn't want to talk about COVID. So there was a, it was, we did Tiger King. Then we did Caddyshack. Then we did Cocktail, which I had never, <laughs> I had never seen. And I fucking love like <laughs> really, I could watch it again right now. I loved it so much. Such, such was a that our first, was that our first movie with Caleb? Ah, that's a good we had, question. We had talked to him before and we'd been on his show. Yeah. But that might have been her first movie with him. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, you have a good memory for that stuff. Okay. Two things going on right now. The, um, there's no air conditioning in the Baller Lifestyle World headquarters. And oh. it's been like this for like a week. And it's like the hottest week of the year. And now, so the guy is here right now. It's all, and it's this whole time he's been waiting for the part. I, need, I am needing the part. I need the part. So he's here now and he's fixing it. But there's potential that he might need to get in the ceiling to check for leaks, which is like <laughs> eight feet behind my head. So hopefully that is not the case. Last I saw, he was sitting in a chair talking on his phone. So well, I told him if he needs to come in here, he could text me. Here's the other thing that I just thought of because it's it's so prevalent in my world right now because I keep touching it to things. The other day I came home and my girlfriend she's a, she's a bleeding heart she's a very nice person she's a giver and as like everyone we recycle you know we put all the stuff in the recycling bin but she's always like i want somebody to get money for these all these cans and bottles that we have here so she she encountered some guy collecting cans and she's like i'll save the cans our cans for you and then i'll call you Every time we have a bag full and then she meets him at the gas station and gives him the cans, which is very nice. That said, the other day I came home and there was my son it was disgusting, had left all had brought out from his bedroom, all of his like energy drinks and like canned coffees and just basically like caffeine drinks that he drinks. Right. He had set the cans on the counter and I'm like, oh, I'll put them in the bag. And I went outside to put them in the bag. When I put them in the bag, when I got done, I saw a huge brown, might've been a brown widow, huge brown spider run away from the trash. And I'm like, oh, I'm not going to say anything because my girlfriend's scared of those. And it was outside. It was no big deal. About five minutes later, I looked down on my forearm and there was a, it looked kind of, it was already pussy. Sorry to use that word without a warning. Yeah, that's a tough word. It's a tough word. It was already filled with puzz. And I looked down and there was a hole in it. I think I've been bitten by a spider, Ed, and it's turned into, I think, I think I'm on the mend. So no, nobody worry, but it's got a big red circle around it. Yeah, that, that seems like that would be a bite. Yeah, it's a bite. It's now this happened like last week and it's still there, but now it's all scabbed up and it's just this massive, disgusting thing on my arm. And like, I could be dying of a brown recluse bite as we speak or, or staffing. You it. might have magic powers. Yeah. Soon. Yes. Or I could start shooting webs out of my wrists and jumping from building to building. And take pictures for the local newspaper. That part wouldn't be as fun. No, not too exciting. So if Um, I, if 
two things. Speaking if I, of bugs, I show, it's the bite. And if you hear a um, gruff sounding Middle Eastern man walk into the studio, it's because he's climbing in my ceiling. Speaking of bugs or insects, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was walking down the street today mm. and I guess under there's not many trees, but like trees along a street. Yeah. And I felt something like land on my neck and I I brushed it off, but in the process I wounded it. Yeah. And it fell to the ground and I no. looked at it and I was like, this is unusual looking. Yeah. I was like, is this the thing I read we're supposed to kill? It's the spotted something and it destroys all vegetation. Shut and I Google up. it. It was. I Google it and it, it looked exactly like the picture. So it then I give it the old heel stomp. Yeah, of course you it, did. It had been wounded by me just brushing something off my neck. Yeah. And then yeah. I killed, the, I forget the name of it, but like I, I had been reading warnings. Like if you see these in New Jersey, they're, they're really bad. You're supposed to kill them. Yeah. And sure enough, like out of an accident, something hit my neck and I just violently brushed it away and I wounded it to the point where it was, it was easy for the kill and I gave it the stop. So this, this I always, murdered, murdered and made myself a hero today. No, that's great. That's great. This, this always drives me crazy because people are like, don't kill spiders because they eat the bad bugs. Yeah, they, they eat the, the uh, mosquitoes, right? Or fleas yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, all that stuff. Same with like people are like snakes. They're good. They keep the rat population down. Which is which I support, and the, and also like birds and bats. Bats. Where was I just recently? Oh, I was in Cabo, I think, where the bats were flying around. They they eat all you know, like their weight in mosquitoes every hour or something, which is fantastic. Except that there's never less of those things that they supposedly eat. Like <laughs> right, I, still and also bats everywhere, and also. We can be respectful of the snakes, yes. but then they're not allowed to bite us. That's right. Right? We we read some sad stories about our snake charmers, the snake yeah, yeah. guys. like The snake festival in Texas that we're going to go to. <laughs> but like, out. hey, we'll leave you alone so you can deal with your rats, but then leave us alone. We're not then, rats. Yeah, then one, then Carrie Elwes is out there gardening. Oh yeah, in his yard, and also playing Russ Wheeler in <laughs> Days of Thunder. He's he's out there gardening in his yard, and what happens? Fucking Rattler gets him right on the hand, which I would imagine like it didn't look too good. It looks like you know I think he's yeah. okay, and that was a few weeks ago. But that said, you know I think the terror of like just every time you're like taking out the trash or do you know bagging up the leaves, bagging up the grass. Like anytime you're doing anything like that, all you're thinking about for the rest of your fucking life is that snake bite. It's, it's the PTSD of it all. The trauma. Yeah. I, I would, I would move. I, yeah. I couldn't yeah. live there anymore. I know. I'm kind of with you. Uh, okay. Although I got snakes right out here. I never see one, but I'm, I'm waiting to see one. <sighs> I, Cause I walk through the Hills, you know, anybody, Anybody that follows my Insta stories knows that I've, that there's a, um, I think there's a spot, there's a dead end spot for down low men to meet up on a walk that I do. And people are like, oh, you go by there because you want to, 
get your dick sucked. And I'm like, no, I just notice that there's dudes that just drive down there and it's twilight and they're just lingering in their cars and it's a dead end. And I'm like, why else would they be here? Right. What are they doing lingering? And then I mean, I any dudes lingering. Yeah. Are, are up to something. Yeah. They, it's a dead end and they drive real slow. And one time I drove down there, Ed. Yeah. Guy, or no, I didn't drive. I was walking. I was coming back. I was walking up the hill and a car comes driving down the hill. And then right behind him is a motorcycle. And then they stop together and they just, they just start having a real loud chat about motorcycles, like right there in the middle of the road. That, that seems suspect at all to you. Just a couple uh, yeah. Meeting in a, on a dark dead end to, to chat about motorcycles. You know, there's yeah, coffee they, shops, there's bars. Guys, guys linger because they're hoping sex is going to happen. Right. That's Whether it's with reason. each other or they linger around women. Guys, guys linger for that reason. That's the only That's reason the, to linger. The reason, the reason I used to linger at my Spanish teacher's class. That's right. That's right. Hoping, <laughs> hoping for the fantasy to come true that never was even remotely close to coming true. Well, you, ca- you came up at the wrong time because I was just like, so someone close to me was just telling me, that at their school, it's common knowledge that a that an employee is has sex with single or uh, senior boys, the seniors at the school. Wow, wow! And it's like what? That didn't happen when I was a kid. I mean, it might have happened, but there was no there was no teachers, there was no employees, there wasn't a coach. There was, and you know, like you're, you're like, you're picturing like a hot, like middle-aged tennis coach. We didn't have that. There was no hot Spanish teachers when I was growing up. They didn't let hot people do those jobs for that reason. This Spanish teacher was like, I, I was like a junior and she was just out of college. Mm. So like, was she Spanish? It still, it, 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 no, it still wasn't realistic for me to think anything could happen, but it, it was like as close to being a high school student as possible. She was like a year out of college. Yeah, no, that's great. Yeah. Well, a lot of times that happens, but the, the, the I mean, that is kind of hot that if you're like 17, like banging a 22 year old, that's pretty hot. You know, like a 40, plus, like a crazy 40 plus yeah, yeah. Old lady that's still, that keeps it together and just wants some young dick. Like that's, that's the dream. That's the dream of dreams. And no, no 40 year old broad wanted to have sex with me because I looked 14 until I was 39. You know, it's just like, there's no, it's not like I was a young man. I was just like a kid man till like recently. So it's, you know, I had a couple things working against me. One more thing before we start. Are you a Nathan for you guy? I haven't watched that show yet, but I, I love Nathan for you. Yes. Loved it. Yes. It, was it the rehearsal? Is that the yes. name? Nathan Fielder is back. Have Have you watched? Yes, with the new show. It's called it's, The Rehearsal. It looks, it looks weird. It looks great. It is bonkers. Anybody that's anybody that's so he's taken the so Nathan for you. He was like a business coach, right? He would come in. Yes, he'd give you solutions. He'd have, he'd have he had solutions to make your business a better business. And you know what? A lot of his ideas were pretty good. <laughs> take for instance the um 
$1.75 gas with rebate. And then the rebate was you had you to just, climb to the top of a mountain and stay and overnight the night. And, yeah, and answer riddles. <laughs> or, right. or well, yeah. he tried to help out the Santa Claus in the summer because the guy yeah. really didn't have anything else. Yeah. Yes. So he, he tried to set up shop at like for a discount Santa pictures in the middle of July. Yes. It's just the guy had a criminal record. Yes. And so the mall gave him a cease and desist. And then he set up shop anyway until the mall chased him out. So a lot of the stuff he did bordered on the unethical. He, was, he plays it very close to the edge. And so in this new show, the rehearsal he it's instead of a business coach, he's, he's a life coach basically. And what he does is he helps you practice for a big moment that you have in your life, (laughs) but he's got a budget. So the practice, like the level of detail that he goes through in these practices is fucking insane. And he dances. It's, it's, it's so high concept that it's hard to explain and have somebody realize how fucking funny it is. But anybody <laughs> with the chance, there's only, there's been two episodes so far and I, I watched the first one and then I watched part of the second one. And then I had some kind of like, I almost died of a fucking stomach failure last night and I had to go to bed. I don't know. I just started sweating and had to puke for no reason. It's probably nothing, probably nothing to do with the spider bite, but I, I the worst part of it was I'm like, <laughs> you're describing you're describing a lot of things that when when something terrible happens, yeah, yeah. people can be like, well, yes. I did mention it's that fine. he had a horrible stomach. Yes. <laughs> and of, he did have a bite. Yes. Yes. Out of nowhere, I I had to I laid I had to lay down and then I went and vomited and then I went to bed sweaty for some reason, but I'm fine now. I woke up fine. So, but, but as I was laying there thinking I might die, I was like, Hey, I'm going to die. And I'm not going to have finished episode two of the rehearsal, which is mental. It was so good. So I, anybody that's listening, I keep forgetting to bring this. I want to say, talk about it last week. Check out the rehearsal. Nathan Fielder is an insane person and also a comedy genius. And now let's talk some sports. My name is Brian. They call me the other guy. I host a podcast show. I'll give hetero life a try. If you see something on my hand that makes you think I'm not a man, it's just my cool rings, you see. They're as sparkly as can be. My own Troy on DVD. Ed, what is going on in the world of sports? Who died this week? Sadly, three men have died in the sports world, definitely before their time. Yeah. First, first up. The ballers hope you, hope you rest in peace. Um, laugh no more. Nope. You won't smile. Laugh or smile. You figure cry with back to the laughter. Oh, that's yeah. That's a tough one. It is a tough one. 
Dwight Smith. Ex Braves, Cubs, Angels, and Orioles outfielder Dwight Smith. He was a, I believe he was a, uh, the primary pinch runner used a lot on the 95 Braves World Series team. I remember that guy. Yes. He was a, he was like a, a tall, skinny, uh, I believe skinny outfielder. Every team had a guy. There are guys with like, stats and Dwight Smith by, might be one of them that have like 90 stolen bases career and like 11 at bats because it <laughs> used to, it used to be that they didn't know that you could have guys that could do everything on your whole roster. So they had specialists and they go, well, this guy's really fast. He can't hit, but that's okay. We'll just bring him in to run late in the game. And also he can be a, defensive replacement we'll put him in center field late right. in the game to you know if we have a lead that said i mean dwight smith was more of a player than that but that you know it was it was common to to be a pinch runner yeah. some, some guys were not really much of a player dwight smith played but played. but i think his role on that world series team was 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 that the yeah. the defensive replacement and pinch runner 58 years old uh, though just way too soon. long favorite failure yeah, terrible. There he is with the professor. Yep, winning the uh, RIP former Notre Dame lineman Paul Duncan, 35 years old. 35? Yeah, I didn't read cause of death. I mean, that's oh. way too that's young. too young. You said Paul Duncan, which is like 90% of the players that go to Notre Dame are called that. I was, think- <laughs> I was thinking like, oh, this guy's played in the 50s. Right. He easily uh, could be a, a <laughs> Golden Domer that played with Paul Hornung. Yes. Or no, he he Paul oh, Hornung. Uh, uh, <laughs> or was it Hornung a, a, a army? Everybody, everybody good from that era was Notre Dame or Army. Yeah, no, he went there. Yeah. Um, um, uh, oh, he played for the Broncos. Cardiac arrest while on a run. Could be like an aneurysm, Ed. Those that happens. Not. I mean, aneurysm. I don't know his size, but maybe he was trying to get back in shape. But Lyman. Could either yeah. go one of two ways. You see a guy who's retired five years earlier and he shrunk down massively. Jeff Saturday. Or, he, or he's doubled in size. Yeah. What, what? How weird is that having your um, last name be a day of the week? It is weird. Jeff Saturday? Saturday. The fuck is that, dude? Change it. <laughs> Jeff Saturday. Get the fuck out of here. Um, right. Well, Jeff, Jeff was eating Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday when he was a player. But then you don't have to be as big anymore, and all you do is just stop eating. It's the and it's the other way around in the NBA because the NBA guys get big. Yeah, because they eat whatever the fuck they want because they run all night long. All they do is run, so they're like, oh, you know, I've got a fast metabolism. I can eat Burger King. And then they retire and they keep eating like that. And they, they end up looking like big sandwich, Bob Ori, you know, you got to like, really, you got to rein it in. It's about, it's about uh, extra calories. Yeah. This, this, you know what this sounds like, Ed? It sounds like a John Ritter. It's where your, where your aorta just fucking tears open randomly. And there's not Widowmaker. Out. Yeah. Widowmaker. Oh, he had kids. That's very sad. RIP Paul and Paul Hornung. And, and Paul Hornung and former NFL receiver Charles Johnson, 50 years old. I remember him on the Steelers. 
Yep. No. 50 years old. No, he was a real player. I, this, and this, I think he may have, this could have been some brain trauma involved in this one, Ed. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't read the cause on this one. Hold on. I'm going to look right now. Carl's, Charles Johnson cause unknown. Yeah. I don't know. RIP Charles Johnson. Sorry to hear it. Yeah. Um, yes. Good old Russia for our first sports story. Yes. Chess. Chess playing robot breaks seven year old boy's finger in a Moscow tournament. Well, Ed, I'm of two minds here. Cause I saw this headline. Well, like, of course I'm terrified of robot anything. Like how, how we're allowing this Boston dynamics to exist. I just saw right. the, the yeah, machine. We should gun. give it the Terminator two treatment. Yes. That's what they're doing they're, Yeah. The, um, they got machine guns strapped to the back of dogs. Now it's yeah. just like terrifying what they're doing. That said, well, we saw that, that black mirror with the, yeah. the, the killer dogs, robot dogs, robot dogs. Yeah. That said, can you imagine how, irritating a chess playing seven-year-old probably would be like <laughs> yeah and he apparently got his finger broken because he did an erratic move where he like did sort of like a pump fake and his finger was out there and the robot just squeezed his finger till it smashed well imagine if he did that in washington square park ed or wherever they play in the city right. you know That's like right. there's rules right. to this you can't just be you touch the piece you got to move the fucking piece and, but and, more importantly, yes. yep. who cares to see like a no. tournament so they just enter a random robot? Who no. cares? No, no one. <laughs> so is somebody watching, watching, cheering for the robot or no. like you just have the random like we have an NCAA tournament. It's like it's either Duke, North Carolina, mm-hmm. UCLA or mm-hmm. the robots. What? Yeah. <laughs> who cares? Why would that be in a tournament? No. I agree. Like, why couldn't couldn't the couldn't the computer just say like where on the board it wanted the piece to move, and like a human could just go, "Oh, the computer says put it right here," and then they just move yes. it. Is that just not as visually? <laughs> it had to be programmed to kill the little boy's finger. Yeah, the mo- <laughs> this occurred at the Moscow Chess Open after the see it was the kid's fault after the boy rushed the robot. A robot broke a child's finger. This is, of course, bad. See, these people that came up in the Soviet area era, look, Stalin, Stalin won World War II. And the reason he won World War II is because he had the most fucking bodies and he had the most winter. And he I was gonna say, and he, he controlled the climate up there. Yeah. And he would just fuck it. They, they, they had so many bodies. They would stack. Right, he didn't care how many. He no, would, he didn't he care. Sacrifice. 20 million Russians died in World War II. They don't value human life in the same way that we do. Remember when the, remember when the Chechenian separatists took over that school? And yeah. the Russians were like, oh, just gas the theater. And we're, they're like, whoa, there's kids in there. And they're like, don't worry. The kids are so low to the ground that the gas will be above their heads and the kids will be fine. And then they gassed the theater and they gassed all the kids and all the terrorists. Everybody died. And they were like, hey, you know, it's Russia. We do shit like that. Well, so this guy. How about Chernobyl? I know it wasn't Russia. It was Soviet Union. They're like, you know what we're going to do? We're just going to put a bubble over even the people who had a chance to get yes. out alive. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> hey, 
You do Sorry, it. you're in. So this guy, this guy, Sergey Lazarev, sounds very Russian when he says, a robot broke a ch- child's finger. This is, of course, bad. <laughs> you can tell he really doesn't think it's bad. He's just like, what? It's fucking right. stuck his finger. You know, you know he did the quotes thing with his finger. You know this is bad. Yeah. <laughs> air quotes the robot was rented by us it has been exhibited in many places by many specialists for a long time that's my russian apparently the operators overlooked some flaws the child made a move and after that it is necessary to give time for the robot to respond but the boy hurried the robot grabbed him we have nothing to do with the robot wow really try to distance himself from the robot why wasn't there a follow-up question? Why was there a robot in a tournament? Yeah, I know. Yeah, but why? I think the tournament was only a vehicle to see how many fingers the robot could break. Yes. <laughs> they're, oh, they're letting us know the child played the next day, finished the tournament in a cast, and volunteers helped to record the moves. Yeah, just get rid of the robot. <laughs> it's it's there to break fingers exclusively. And I watched that chess. Uh, Netflix show that everybody like the uh, Queen's Gambit. I watched it and it was interesting enough. But Could the whole concept, yeah. the concept of people watching people play chess, is oh. insane to me. Oh yeah, her <laughs> eyes were so far apart. Like she could play two games at once. Those eyes. <laughs> no, no one's sneaking up on her playing chess. Right. That's, she well, There's no robots <laughs> gonna come out of nowhere on her ass. She's she, she's fully aware of where her fingers are and nobody's going to get to those fingers. I do. I would like to learn chess. I played some chess with my lady who has played chess and I've never played chess. And she smoked me in like I've um, never played it. five moves. Yeah. Like, and I think I'm too stupid. Let's be honest. Like I might, I, I miss the boat. I should have developed my brain a little earlier, but you know, I took lots of acid when I was 15 and that's, that, <laughs> that was the choice I made. You know, what am I going to do? Uh, I don't. Yeah. yeah, I can't blame anything except I when when and my my son plays a lot mm-hmm. and and he like will try to explain to me and then like by the second, yeah. um, okay, so this one can only move two to the left or yeah. there's just all these rules. I'm like, can we just play checkers? It's like so much easier to play checkers. I don't have to think about what move is what or connect four. Yeah, connect four is a great game. Throw down Great. some or or maybe we get out some tequila and play some Jenga. You know why not? There you go. Yeah. Um, Jonathan Papelbon had a message for the Nationals about Juan Soto. So the the background is he turned down a four hundred forty million dollar contract. So like I, right. I need to get out of here, and then yeah. they said, "Fine, you're on your own getting to the All Star game. You have to get your own flight." No, they did not really do that. He they had didn't. to get his own flight. What? And I see these pictures every year of the All Star Game, and it's all the guys on the that are the All Star from the team. They're all on a private jet every time. They fly private. They the team because it's it's an advertisement for the fucking team. Yep, but but the Nats were all butthurt about Soto saying, "No, I, I got to move on." And so yeah. Applebaum who I've never known to even tolerate. What did he seemed he... like always in it? He got in a fight with Bryce Harper when he was on the Nats. 
He did some shit, and oh, then they traded him the Red Sox or something. I think he was a Red Sox, then went to the Nats, but he was mostly a Red Sox, I think. But like, yeah, yeah, never enjoyed him. But he had some things to say. He tweeted, like I said earlier, the Nats are the worst organization in Major League Baseball. I'll say it for you, Soto. Fuck you, you bunch of petty ass bitches. Well, well, I mean, I kind of side with him there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I didn't. You you live long enough, you find yourself agreeing with people that you never liked. Yeah, totally. Now, wait. Oh, this guy was, he was, I was going to make fun of him because he was a relief pitcher, but he was a starting pitcher. I think he was, was I thought he was mostly a reliever. Yeah. I think he was the closer for like World Series teams. He he was was, like a big time closer. In 1999, Applebaum batted 336 with five home runs and 27 runs batted in. He pitched. Oh, no, this is, this is, sorry, this is in high school. He, you know where he went was LSU, which, you know, other than the Canes guy and LSU Lala, I don't know that they're, they crank out too many road scholars down there, Ed. That's all I'm saying. What about Big Ben McDonald? He could hold lots of baseballs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Giant hands. It's Johnny Depp or Johnny Depp. Johnny Bench, also confirmed bachelor, can also hold a lot of balls in his hand. <laughs> uh, good for Johnny um, and the, and Juan Soto. Now, also, like they offered him a contract. Juan Soto is not, is just now arbitration eligible. Eligible, like he's not. He's under team control. Not to get for two more business years. Business of baseball, yeah, but he's got a while before he can. You know, they can hold on to him for a while. The problem is, is they want to they want to maximize their haul. And they want to trade him. They want to be able to offer the new team that that much team control. Yeah. I mean, he is a stud, has already been like the man on a World Series team. And he's like 25. Like, there's there's going to be a lot of bidders for him. But it is weird. Yeah, it is weird that that franchise, they did win a World Series, but Mm -hmm. they've had a bunch of guys. Yeah. Yeah. That have left. You know, Bryce Harper, Trey Turner. Um, yeah, they traded uh they traded Scherzer. Or no, did they let him walk? I don't I don't know, but like they've they traded Scherzer and Trey Turner. They're like, hey, you right, guys at the same Scherzer? time, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. also give you Trey Turner because we don't want to pay him either. Um he, he did I don't think he did too much, but who's the guy who went to the Angels? Rendon. Yeah, Rendon, but like they've lost a lot of guys. It's weird. That greasy Anthony Rendon, he didn't want to go. He was deciding between the Dodgers and the Angels, and he's like, I don't want to go to the Dodgers because I don't like the Hollywood lifestyle. And then he went to the Angels where he could live in the obscurity lifestyle. Disney lifestyle. Yeah, the no one knows there's a team there lifestyle. But anyway, it's a weird thing about that franchise. Like they did yeah. find a way to win, but yeah, the fact that like nobody wants to be there. Yeah, fuck them. And it's and it's a decent city. Like it's yeah, weird. It's a great city. Um, it's maybe because um, Brett Kavanaugh is a big fan, and somebody bought him season tickets, and we don't know who it was. Yeah, yeah. miraculously got him for free. Yeah. Um. So this is uh, it was like a, a nice heartfelt moment. Uh, Vince McMahon announced he's like, well. I'm 76. Time to hang him up. Like, ah. and then people were like, 
oh, but you've got all these sexual misconduct investigations going on. Like, do you think that has anything to do yeah. with your sudden retirement? Yeah. yeah. But he, his statement was like, Great. you know, it's been my time. It's been a good run. It's like, no, we, we know what you're up to. Yeah. Now, also, I heard that not only is he having to pay these all these women that he was like sexually 20 harassing. million. Yeah. 20 million. Supposedly, there's also some accounting discrepancies that they're having to restate because they're publicly traded. They're having to restate their oh, um is never a good thing yeah because he was in charge of the money and apparently a lot went to him my only thing is is that like wh- i thought this was his character like i don't he was I, relentlessly on brand throughout his entire life like i don't know what i'm missing here he he's basically exactly who he pretends to be this reminds me of the time that those videos came out of dave portnoy choking bitches during sex like of course he does that. Like it's, that's not bad for his brand. Like the people, the people that they celebrate that. Yeah. The people that like him, like that. He does that. Like, like, like that's how, like that. That's how he likes to get down. There were so many likes there. Like, how am I expected to get that sentence out? It was a tough one. It's so much. Um, so it's like, I don't, I don't get why he has to retire because it's basically like, I guess maybe if they weren't public, he wouldn't have to. That's probably it. it, it That's it. Because he's messing with money of shareholders. Yeah, that's what it is. Yep. I just explained it to myself as I was trying to not explain it to myself. Um, but happy trails, Vince. I'm sure I'm sure that'll make the sexual misconduct allegations go away. I believe he's a married man. Isn't his wife a senator or she was almost a senator? Yeah, she she became the uh she became Trump's uh, like small business czar, whatever yeah. that position is. Yeah. And they were like, ah, I'm not sure you're really in touch with the small businesses. <laughs> wow. That's a, that's a pretty high bar to fail at. <laughs> um, Tampa Bay Rays star Wander Franco uh, has had $650,000 worth of jewelry stolen from his vehicle. His Rolls Royce on a rehab stint. It is kind of weird. Like you're on you're so you're doing you're rehabbing an injury. So you're going to a small town, in this case, Jacksonville, Florida. Right. So I guess that's that is he's you just go across the state pretty much to go from a little north to go from Tampa to Jacksonville. So it would Jacksonville make is the only city that I've been to that still has some dirt roads right in the middle of it. Oh really? It's yeah, like, I remember going to the, the cocktail party there yeah. about six years ago or so, yeah. five, six years ago. Yeah. And like we randomly were on a dirt road and I was like, we're in the middle of a city. How is yeah. this possible? I know city air quotes. So it makes sense, I guess, that he was have his, have his own car because it's like, you know, like the Dodgers AAA affiliate is in is in um, Oklahoma City which is like you wouldn't you're not driving there from LA so you don't have your own shit there is my point right when you're going when you're going to rehab so it makes sense i guess that he would bring his rolls royce to jacksonville the but part that, that doesn't make sense yeah yeah it's the, got, it's, it's the jewels you you're already in a rolls royce yeah yeah so the the dirt road dwellers yeah. might see that and be like uh, I wonder if there's anything valuable inside. Of course. 
Of course there is. And see, like, look, this is this is in Florida where the the your two your main sources of currency are a exotic reptiles, two jet ski parts, <laughs> stolen goods. Yeah, so they see they see uh, a Rolls Royce, and they're like, "Yeah, there's probably not any." bearded dragons in there or sea carburetors but there probably is something good like that looks expensive and you know they know how to steal shit already because they steal so many jet ski parts and exotic reptiles so they they're like oh we'll just go over there and then they see something shiny and they're like oh we'll take it i do so there as we discussed on the show when we did bull durham with our dear friend jay stew the the AAA team is the Durham Bulls, but they were playing in Jacksonville, and that's why he went there. And one of the he he was a former Durham Bull, and one of the things that got stolen was his Durham Bulls championship ring. Oh no! Yes, he also let's see here. The jewelry included an American League championship ring and a AAA championship ring. There was also a gold Cuban link chain fire. I would love that encrusted with diamonds and attached to it was a circle medallion, circle medallion with diamonds and a W in the center. Now look, we're up to a lot. He's got, he's, he's wearing two championship rings and now he's got a Cuban link chain. And then with a, with a, um, with a medallion, we're already up to 300 grand just on that chain. Hold on. Oh, he got, Ed, he kept a safe in his vehicle. Here's what? the problem with that. Here's the problem with that. Safe on wheels. Yeah, here's the problem with that. <laughs> when you like, when you when you go to Seven Eleven and you hit the ATM, the ATM weighs like four thousand pounds. Right. Because, they, they don't put it on wheels. Yeah. Because yeah, if they meet, remember that episode where Jesse Pinkman? Yes. The whole episode was trying to get that. Yes. That the ATM open? Yes. Yeah. The meth heads? Yeah, I do remember that. So it's like if you're gonna have a safe in your car, you gotta you gotta affix it to the vehicle. You can't and it's just also it. it can't be good for the gas mileage if it's a heavy safe. Yeah, no, but I mean it's a Rolls Royce. So hold on. Franco kept a safe in his vehicle that contained seven pieces of jewelry. And a second safe with $60 inside of it. So maybe, and I got an idea here. Look, I could be wrong. Maybe like put the championship rings in one safe with like the $60. And then put the Cuban link chain in the other safe. And then they break in and they see a safe. And they're like, holy shit, we got a safe. We could probably trade this for like a whole working jet ski. And they're like, let's go. No one's going to think once they see and steal a safe from your Rolls Royce cooling on. Hey, maybe there, maybe we should look and see if there's a second safe in here. Right. They're just going to take the first safe that they see and they're going to be off. And yeah, you're out of Durham Bulls championship ring. But you still got your diamond encrusted Cuban link chain with the W medallion on it. You know, it's that's uh, um, it's you take the good with the bad. 
According to I've ER- heard a lot of names. Yeah. Wander. I don't think I've ever known of a oh, wander before. Name. Oh, that's what the W stands for. I thought he was saying uh, he's a winner. He's a winner. Yeah. Well, it looks like they caught the guy because, oh, the guy pawned the shit. I'm sure it's easy to pawn a fucking big W necklace like that at around 3 a.m. Oh, he broke in at 3 a.m. The police found out he was able to sell some items at a pawn shop. They got him by his thumbprint. This guy wasn't too bright. Well, hold on. I thought there was more jewels here. Is that it? Well, you said the one thing was already worth 300K. Yeah. Oh, hold on. There's more. Oh, they did. While the oh he did they didn't even get all his jewelry. Mathis is okay, but charges. While the shortstop did not lose everything, authorities told ESPN on Friday that two Cuban link chains and a forty-four thousand dollar platinum Rolex had not yet been discovered. Oh, now I get that he wants to be dripped out when he's in Jacksonville because you know there might be some pussy around. And he's like, what if, you know, they already know I'm, I'm here from the big club. So they'll probably want to have sex with me. But just in case, I'm going to have my wander chain and my rings and my $44,000 platinum Rolex on in case just because like, you know, they want to see something shiny while I'm there. I guess. I mean, that's because he could have left that stuff at home, right? He's just going for a rehab assignment. Like, why would he have... Those I mean, I'm looking. I'm looking at a game on right now. Acuna, Ronald Acuna, has a pretty substantial number thirteen. Oh, that's sweet. Uh, diamond encrusted thing hanging oh, from his neck right now. Yeah. And so I feel like Wander could have could have been wearing some of this stuff. That's a good point. Like, why was it? Because he probably had some other shit on while he played. Or this? Wait. This was at this was at 3 a.m. in the hotel. And I stayed. Why would you why would you keep that in your car? You're in the hotel room at this point. You got got that little locket. You put that thing in or you carry your safe. Yeah. Yeah. Or you bring your safe in the room. But you got that little safe in your room. And, you you know, you put your four numbers, two, three, three, seven beer. You put that in and then you put your passport and your fucking wallet and shit in there and you close it. And then also you do that thing that um, that don't rate me lock that you put across the door. Yes. So even if they have the key, they can't open the door because the door is blocked. So they got have, basically have to kick the door down. But he leaves that shit in my car. Ed, I walk into Costco. And look, I don't drive a Rolls Royce cooling on. I just got a regular car. But sometimes I stop at Costco and I got my laptop in the car. I make sure that's th- things like completely covered. I put it on the floor and I put a jacket yeah. over it. Yeah. Cover it. Cover you make it. sure it's locked like three times. And then I'm thinking about it. You know, I'm, th- I'm like, fuck, yeah. I'm going to hurry. You know, what somebody sees. I I'm, I mean, sleeping overnight with a, with a, uh, my Durham Bulls championship ring. And also, also this is kind of bitch. Maybe this is the problem. Maybe this is, maybe this was why he couldn't bring a, a chick home is because yeah, he had his triple a championship ring, which is cool, but he also had his American league championship ring. <sighs> hey, I lost the world series. Hey, how about the, Hey, look at this. Look at this. Um, all these diamonds celebrating hey, the time that the Dodgers beat me in six games. 
some of us yeah. just need to hope we can win something. Right. Sure. Sure. I mean, yeah. But I mean, you don't. You if the want, Orioles were to win the AL pennant, I'd be. You want a ring? You, no. The, oh, I don't wear rings ever. Not even a wedding ring. Ed, the, the, the Orioles have, they won the World Series in 1983. I, I I'm aware of that. Yeah, I was like, I was fall of eight of second grade. I'm still waiting for the next championship. I mean, they have championships. Forty six. But Tampa, Tampa is. I mean, most people wouldn't even know there's a team there. Nobody goes to the game. The games are. I was going to say people in Tampa must not know because every time you see them on TV, mm-hmm. nobody's there. It's great. It's fantastic. And it's such an ugly stadium. Like, it's a blotchy turf field. It's very blotchy. Sometimes the ball hits the roof. Like, guys will hit. Yeah. And they're like, would that? And they have, like, some formula that they do depending on where it hits the roof as to whether or not it would be a home run. But I will say. Yeah. And they they don't ever have a big payroll. And. They play. Yeah. They they are like a good franchise. Good. They're yeah. always good. in the mix, and like they, every time they have a good player, they get rid of them. I know, and they're still good. Yeah, they, and they still have good players. Yeah, India Rose Arena, being one of right. them. Right. Look, I, I'm glad this guy got some of his stuff back. Although he's missing a few Cuban link chains and a forty four thousand dollar platinum Rolex, I feel like those <laughs> things are. Um, this is kind of like when they steal art. Like that, that Rolex has a serial number. So if you go to sell it, like somebody's going to check and see whose Rolex that is, you know, unless, unless you sell it to somebody that's like less scrupulous, like the, I, I'll tell you what yeah, yeah. is easily replaceable. It's expensive. Cuban links. Yeah. They're I around. mean, they're around. You see them everywhere. Yeah. But there's levels, right? Like there's sure. Certainly there are levels, yeah. but yeah. I could walk two blocks away and see a bunch of them. I mean, it's a good look. It is a good look. Yeah. One thing I couldn't pull off, but I, I get, I appreciate the look. Yeah. Uh, Ed Wander Franco, he's 21. And just before the season, he signed an 11 year, $182 million race. You know what? The Rays are good. You pay somebody. This is so like, that's, and I don't, I don't want to, I haven't looked yet, but he was probably under team control and he wanted his money. So they're like, oh, we'll give you some money up front, but you got to give us a hometown discount. And that, to me, that seems like a hometown discount. If this guy's like a top shortstop. In the I league. remember he would, I think he was the top minor league player, yeah. you know, not that long ago. He's it, only 21. Tampa does this because uh, Andrew, he's the president of the Dodgers right now. I can't remember his name. Andrew Giuliani Lee. No, I'm not going to some anyway. He used to be the president of the race and he's a wall street guy. And he's like the one that got like, got long beach state alum, Evan Longoria. To oh, yeah. do a below market value deal. And I actually, I was talking to an agent once because I was coaching his kid in baseball. It happened to be the same team that I got deked on. And I was talking, and an age an agent was the dad of one of the kids, and I'm like, hey, I go, what's uh, I won't say the guy's name, but I go, hey, what's up with that? Uh, well, first of all, I go, 
what's up with the fucking angels? And this Albert Pujols thing is like, I don't know. Fucking guy got his guy paid though. I don't, can't believe they did that. No one else was going to offer. And I'm like, I know stupid. And then I go, what's up with the, uh, Evan Longoria. And he's like, Oh, that's just malpractice. Yeah. The hometown discount. Yeah. yeah. No, never do that. He's like, you're just oh, helping a billionaire. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're just, you're getting some, you're getting a little bit of money up front for a lot less money later. And it sounds like what this Wander Franco did. Now it hasn't it hasn't affected his jewelry budget. No, certainly not. Yeah, which is good. You know, good for him. Um, Jerry West, who uh, who had a rough run of it on that. Uh, what was it? It wasn't Showtime. Winning, Winning time. time. No. The guy. I mean, it's obviously it's played very campy. Everybody's in a wig. It is, but yeah. you, you feel like yeah. if there's a kernel of truth it's to all great. that. Yeah, I know. And not, not a good look. He's a maniac. Not a good look. He's a maniac. And then, a maniac. And then yeah. everything you hear about him kind of confirms what yes. you see in the show. Yeah, and all the denials were like, it, yeah, just everybody's like, well, Jerry's Jerry, yeah. you know. <laughs> it's great. It's great. <laughs> Well, anyway, he's still very hurt about a, about a month ago when J.J. Yeah. Redick called the players of his era plumbers and firemen. Yeah. Oh, so he wasn't even talking – like Jerry West, a Hall of Famer, obviously. So remember, this was a mad dog Russo Yeah. said Bob Cousy was better than somebody. Stop. <laughs> better than Chris Paul or something. Yeah. And, and he's like yeah. – he was, he's like, he averaged 18 assists and he was like against plumbers and firemen. And so Jerry West played in that era too. So he was like, JJ should be thankful. He's made as much money as he made. He's made. And it was disrespectful for him to say that. They all, all the old guys hate how much the new guys, how much money they make because yes. it's a lot more, even like not that long ago. Like if you look back to the eighties and uh, Reggie, Jackson was like the highest paid player and his like whole contract was like $3 million. So the biggest deal yeah. when, when we were little, yeah, I remember the biggest deal was Dave Winfield. Yes. Yeah. Had the 10 year, 10 million. Yes. Right? yes. That was the biggest deal. Like, holy so shit. much money. He got $10 million. So they really hate the young guys, but let's be honest. Like, and we talk about all the time on the show. I mean, J.J. Redick is right. He's 100% right. right. J.J. Redick yes. would be the best player of all time if he ju- you just plunked him yeah. back then. He'd score 50 points again. Because he was a better shooter than Jerry West. Yes. The logo. Yes. He'd, he'd, he'd score 50 points a game. He'd be the MVP every season. He'd, his right. team would win the championship every year because. And he's just a role player in this era. I mean, he's done now, I think. But yeah. But yeah. Just a role player in, in today's NBA. No, another one of those great Dukies, Ed. I mean, a long line. Of, these guys come out of Duke. They are ready for the league. J.J. Redick, some other ones. I mean, it's just a lot of disappointments. Basketball, I can, yeah, I can give you factory. Sheldon Williams. I can give you a lot of scrubs just that didn't lot, amount to shit. A lot of ball players coming out. Of, usually the first pick in the draft is comes out of Duke, right? Like it's almost every year they're like, oh. This Time this dude, pick. this dude Bancaro, who I think was the number three, he's gonna be a stud. Oh yeah, pa- pa- Paolo. Yeah, he's he's a stud. Is he somewhere else? Yeah, is that how, is that how he got that name? Like he's from like Portugal or something? 
He's from not not. I I'm pretty sure I saw a feature on like his yeah his uh, family back somewhere. Yeah. But uh, he he's a, he's a stud for um, sure. I just, I'm fascinated by Chet Holmgren. I he's he's got a crazy skill set. He had an awesome yeah. uh, summer, summer league. league. Summer league. He's so skinny. But like you kind of feel like he's going to come down on somebody's foot and yeah. be out for yeah. a year and a half. I always get the foot injuries. Bill Walton. Yep. Poor Zingas. Hey, I saw something. I was watching the UFC. The UFC was in London this weekend. Oh, yeah. I, I think I read about that. Also, guys, by the way, my illegal streaming website got shut down. I need I need your guys' best recommendations for the best streaming websites because I had the best one. And I even I even threw down the Bitcoin for pro so I could watch all my shit with no pop ups. It's gone. So help me with that. But it was a free UFC this weekend. I was watching it. Uh, Porzingis is not on the Mavs anymore. Porzingis He's on the Wizards. Wizards, right? How'd that happen? Everybody gets traded so much. It's hard, too hard to pay attention. Yeah, he um, he was disappointing with the Mavs because yeah. his injury history with the Knicks only ramped up with the Mavs. But then I think on top of that, you know, he was pissed on he was ready to be the star somewhere else. Yeah. And then he goes to the Mavs yeah. and they have one of the stars of the entire league. So he's not going to be. Yeah. So I, I think there could have been issues like personality wise. Mm-hmm. Just be a role player, dude. You're going to, you're not going to play half the games every right. year for the rest of your career. So just right. like get as much money as you can be a good role player, buddy. You're not, you're not who you think you are. And his brother's his manager. Oh no. And oh, no. seems, seems like a dickhead. I don't, I don't blame him for forcing his way out of like, I remember the, the beginning of the end with the Knicks is when he skipped his exit interview with Phil Jackson, which I applaud him. Yeah. But like it, they're, they're a fucked up organization, yeah. but it also seemed like his brother was kind of shitty management. So Knicks, I don't know. Are, are the Knicks going to go all in for KD? Do they got, they got it now. We'll give it to him. I have a feeling they're going all in for Donovan Mitchell. That's a good player too. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Bo Jackson. Yes. If you're of a certain age, I mean, he's the guy. He was just <sighs> just a, a breathtaking athlete. He's the best athlete ever. Like it's just the guy yeah. was ridiculous, ridiculous. Yeah. And once again, proves his greatness. He covered all the expenses for all 19 children and was two teacher all- funerals. Was it only 19? Uh, maybe, uh, maybe you just pick nineteen. I don't. Know. Well, eventually, maybe twenty kids will get killed at a school, and then we'll maybe talk about finding a way that crazy people can't have guns, or maybe. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the fact that there were like sixty something cops there, but they're all afraid of the AR fifteen, kind of tells yeah. you we got to be a little more careful about who gets those AR. I saw that one. That, I saw that one checking his phone with the Punisher. The cops love yeah. the Punisher. <laughs> They right. love the Punisher. They have sure bumper stickers. Fuck that guy up. You think you're the fucking Punisher? Go do some fucking punishing, you fucking pussy. Oh you played God. high school football. You like to hit people with sticks. There's a guy to hit with a stick in that room right there. And Go so about it. you signed up for this. We're going to give the Uvalde Police Department more funding so they can have more police officers waiting outside. That's all it takes. They need tanks. You get right. a tank. You don't got to worry about that. So you can run over the children when you burst right. your way through. Hey, they do it like they do it like they did in that theater in with the Chechenian separatists, you know? Throw some, right. throw some yeah, gas in there. Yeah. Stay low to the stay low to the ground, kids. Um Floyd Mayweather 
got an eighteen thousand dollar mink car seat for his grandson in his to put in his three hundred fifty thousand dollar Rolls Royce, and I saw Peta wasn't too happy about the mink. <laughs> oh my! Well, then I like it. No, I want it. Wait, Floyd Mayweather's like our age. He's got. Uh, he's got. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, I mean, technically, yeah, yeah. Could could have fathered a yeah. child. I mean, yeah, I can see it. I, I have a feeling the uh, the the up and coming Floyd found his way. Yeah, I'm sure he did work. He um, um, well, I'm glad that Pete is upset. And I was I was thinking about this, Ed. I thought maybe he was on to something because like minks, you know, they're pretty silky, you know, like they're they live outside. I think they like go in creeks and stuff like there's a reason they make jackets out of their fur. And right. sure. the cool thing is like, I like that when I, my, the car seats for my kids, like the good thing was they always kept it pretty clean. And there was never like Cheerios and, and things. They never vomited. Well, that's what I was thinking though. But maybe, maybe, cause maybe that's cause you didn't have mink car seats, Ed, like minks are pretty oh, silky. Wipe right off. Yeah. And that you know, like, so all that baby formula and soggy Cheerios would just kind of like run right off that beautiful, smooth mink fur. But then, Ed, I remembered that that white mink that Ray Lewis wore to the 1998 Super Bowl. Yeah, something didn't come out. Yeah. because <laughs> we never saw it again. Where's the white coat? That would like that would have been a really good advertisement for like, look how good mink is as a fabric because my two buddies knife murdered a guy and blood got all over this white mink and look at it it's perfect it looks perfect now oh perfect. only his two only his two buddies did it <laughs> i mean so are we guys, are we sure i don't <laughs> i don't know that's a good question we never <laughs> we never we'll saw. never know because we can't find that coat do you think I bet just the other two buddies did, but then, um, but because they got super pumped up from the pep talk that Ray Lewis gave them, right, right before it was like, I need you guys to go in there. Right, he's outside. Not- he's outside. Buck a buckhead. Uh, yes, a club, club, the gold club. I need you to get some knives and some fucking axes, and you need to go in there, and you need to make shit happen. A couple years later, I was at a club the night before the Super Bowl next to Ray Lewis. I was like, I need to be elsewhere. Yeah, I need to be not near this guy the night before the Super Bowl. Speaking of being able to see predators coming from a distance, (laughs) like Uh, if if he and if he mated with the um, chess show chick, Queen's Gambit, Queen's Gambit chick, like their eyes would be the right eye would be in the left socket and the left eye would be in the right socket. They would. They would go all the way around the head and come back the other side. <laughs> and, and don't get me going on Britney Spears. Britney Spears, Britney Spears, I fully agree. Of course. It was insane that, that they took away her, her control of her own career and everything. But in the in the months since, she's kind of proved to be crazy. Whether or not you like, they don't take away lots of crazy people's incomes, but she she is pretty nuts. She's getting them out on Instagram. Supposedly that supposedly that new husband of hers is not doesn't have the best intentions. 
Yeah. It's bad look. It's bad. It's very sad because it's sad. She this she's kind of like Elvis. Yeah. Like just yeah. a simpleton that got super famous and like really is not. She, she's kind of like Michael Jackson, except not raping young children. Which is a plus. Yeah. Which is I mean, a plus. Yes, that's a win. Win there. But other, you know, other than the multiple child rapes she's very much like michael jackson um the wife of ex-ucla star quarterback cade mcdown got 500 hours of community service after stealing hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of purses clothing and jewelry from her boss ed yeah i i don't know mrs mcnown I've never seen Mrs. McNown. I have no previous knowledge of Mrs. McNown. But there is one thing I know for sure. It's that this woman fucks like a literal champion. Kate McNown. Yeah. Yes. Like every night she comes home and does to Cade McNown what Ron Dane did to the Bruin defense in the 1995 Super Bowl or Rose Bowl, except that Cade gets to come at the end this time because Ed, the crazy ones are also the filthy ones. I mean, it's just, that's just a rule. They're the best. Yeah. Yeah. She's, I mean, from her boss. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to know hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's, does she like work at a store? I I started reading it and then it was a little too TMZ reportish. Yeah. You know, like the way it's they the craft the stories can be kind of Confusing. headache inducing. Yeah. Christina pled no con. Oh, this is in LA. Four felonies following allegation, allegations she stole designer goods from her oh. philanthropist boss. No, this is this is a Robin Hood situation. This is not this is not like merchandise. This is her stuff. She just stole straight up stuff from somebody she worked for. Um, this picture of the two of them, Kate McNown looks like he's been lobotomized. Yeah. Hold on, Ed. The woman she stole from is the most recent wife of Sumner Redstone. Oh, so this is a Robin Hood. Yes, this is the woman Summer Redstone is a terrible dude. Yes, and she married him in his 90s, Ed. She doesn't get to have anything. No. She Anna Nicole him. Yes. Steal, 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 and steal some more. In addition to the community service, we're told Christina was ordered to compete a theft course. How not to steal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, this... Cade and Kate, yeah, Cade's. I mean, it might just be the picture, but he's kind of got like a Popeye eye. <laughs> does he look just like a little bit lobotomized? Yeah, he does. He looks a little. Like they took a little sco- ice cream scoop out of his brain. He was a running quarterback. Now I recall Cade marrying a playmate. I don't know if this is this his the his original wife. You know, they go through them pretty quick. These guys. Let's see. He was born January 12th, 1977. I tell you what, Ed, 
College Football Hall of Famer. He was, fucking, he was a dynamic talent in college. He was football. really good. He was one of the best I ever saw. And he he was coached by big game Bob Toledo, who didn't who didn't he only worried about the side of the ball that Cade was on. So they'd be fucking running Statues of Liberty and fucking every hook and ladder. Oh, he he didn't just date anyone. He was dating Playmate of the Year Heather Kozar. Yes. And he dated Brandy Roderick. Oh my goodness, this dude. That's a fucking Body count, Kate. And he is married to Christina, the daughter of actor and dancer John Brescia and model Sandra Scott. Let's see who. Let's find out who they are. Uh, This dude was was a dancer. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I've seen those ballet. You ever seen the Nutcracker Ed? There's those ballet dudes got fucking hogs on them. Yeah, they do. They really yeah. they get their dicks out, and they they. Oh, Barishnikov was packing. Yeah, uh, there's. Um, I read some story one time about there was they were doing like a nude um, photo shoot of uh, Rudolf Nureyev, and his cock was so uh, so big and tumescent that they just had to wait. They had to wait till he was just less dicked up because they couldn't. They just couldn't take pictures because his penis was so <laughs> distracting. Well. We'll stay in the nether regions. Yes. Cristiano Ronaldo gets Botox injections in his genitals. But does that kill HPV? Because he, he looks like he has it. Like if anybody ever looked like they had a venereal disease, the clap, if you will, this guy's got the look, right? I mean, what what is he bothering for? That's a dude who has and can have whoever – He's the most famous guy in the most famous world sport. Yeah. Yeah. He did has all the money. Remember he knocked up a like Hooters waitress and he's like, here's a check. Give me the kid. And he, he, she gave him back. She, she awarded him the child. He got a refund. Yeah. And then he gave it to his, his uh, mom and sister to raise. Um, no, he's, he's got no problems. Also, he's, he's got the smoothest balls in town. You, you know, this was a Dave Chappelle bit, right? Like this. Yes, is- I remember this. The Showtime special when he talks about this. Yeah, like they're like pool cues. Yeah, yeah. He wanted he wanted to get his balls smooth balls. eggs. Yeah. <laughs> um. That's okay. Does it say what it does? Okay. According to the aforementioned source, Cristiano Ronaldo has taken yet another drastic step towards maintaining a good physique. By taking Botox injections in his private parts. Do you think this maybe is a stamina? Stanima issue, Ed? Like maybe he's like, I don't. Like he's deadening the area? Yeah, like I need to be able to fuck more and longer. Give me the, give me the needle. It is stated that these injectable. Oh, Ed. What? I'm getting this. It is stated that these injectables increase the thickness of one's private parts by around one to three centimeters in size. Well, these techniques are often used by porn stars and Brian Beckner. This is a girth thing. Yes. I, my girlfriend's friend works at a plastic surgeon. I'm going to look into this. The effects of Botox injection can last up to two years. The problem with the plastic surgeon, yeah. he's gonna he's gonna oversell, and all of a sudden it's gonna be too wide. No, yeah, it's gonna. 
I'm a, I'm gonna start be looking like a tuna can. Yeah, he's gonna be like, you know, <laughs> yeah. I might, might, might want to talk to me. I, I see what you're doing there, but I think, I think if you just went three sizes bigger, <sighs> you'd enjoy it three times as much. Unfucking believable. I'm looking into this as soon as the show. Now, hold on. What if it affects the function? Because I like to use my shit. I don't want it. It's already pretty. I don't want. I don't want it to just be. I don't want it just just to be locker room dick. I want it. You know. It's like I kind of think there's a chance. Yeah. Ronaldo's used his too much, yeah, and he's I, like, yeah. I'm kind of done with it all. Could I just want to look good in the locker room. That's. I've heard that before. These. There are various reasons as to why the forward looks in great shape at 37. Proper diet, blah, 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 and use of Botox has also been beneficial to Ronaldo. Remember that statue of him? Yeah, that was fucked up. When has a statue of someone ever looked good? Like, how about we just stop? Like, look. Oh. Michelangelo's dead. Like, the best statue might be the Eddie Murray one by Camden Yards. It looks beautiful. Oh, oh, I got to Google it right now. I mean, the Magic Johnson one at the crypto.com arena. Looks fucking nothing. Rolls off the tongue. Yeah, it looks nothing like him. Uh, Eddie Murray. Fuck. What a head of hair. What a great Dodger. How about that time Eddie Murray was playing first base for the Dodgers and he was hitting about 300. And then Willie McGee gets traded from the um, A's to the. No, he gets traded from. Blue Jays? No, no, to. To he went from one league, yeah, Cardinals, Cardinals, to, Cardinals to the A's, to the A's. Yeah. yeah, and then he but he had enough at bats to qualify yeah. and he fucked my man Eddie Murray out of a batting title. Oh, yes, Eddie Murray, Eddie, Eddie. Eddie Murray's statue guy could hit. Oh, yeah, that is a good one. It's a good one. I just yeah. saw it a couple weeks ago. Yeah, no, that is a good one. I'm not mad at it, but in general. Yeah, in general, they're fucked up. Nothing's more fucked up than the I Love Lucy one. Oh, yeah, that was terrifying. It's really scary looking. So, like, hasn't Lucille Ball ruined enough of our days already? Like, Hey, careful. Jay Stu is a friend of ours, and you know how much he cares about that show. (laughs) Jay Stu had never seen an episode of Magnum P.I. Wasn't it wasn't. Jay he said he loved I Love Lucy. Yes, Jay Stu has been on TV. He's acted in TV shows. <laughs> and he's like, what? I don't haven't heard of it. What? What's this Magnum? Magnum? Uh, I mean, I guess. He's like, I'm more of an I Love Lucy guy. He, said, he, didn't, he didn't know who Styles from Teen Wolf was. Yeah, he didn't know Styles. <laughs> he didn't know Styles. Uh, but he knew I Love Lucy was, lots. Uh, like, as... Was there ever a bigger bummer than your, you know, it's like a lazy June Sunday afternoon and the Dodger game ends and your the remote's too far away. Or maybe you just have a black and white TV in your bedroom and you're always grounded and you got to be in that room for your whole life. And the Dodger game ends on your black and white TV. And then right in the middle of an episode fucking I love Lucy comes on and Lucy is just fucking ruining Ricky's life. Like Ricky right. band leader. He's, got a, he's a successful band leader and she's insisting on singing or something. Yeah. And Terrible. she's like, Hey, he, he's like, look, Lucy, I need it. I need it. I'm from, I'm Cuba. I'm from Cuba. You know, I need it. And then 
like being a band leader, he's probably like he's friends with fucking showgirls and musicians. Oh, for sure. And then traveling musicians come in, they know the spots. And then he and it, yeah, he works in a nightclub. And then he comes home and um and Lucy's like, uh, we got plans with the Mertzes. We're going on a road trip with them this weekend. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, those old fucking people from across the hall? Yeah, we gotta hang out with their elderly neighbors. Yeah, like yeah. This Fred Mertz is fucking sixty years older than Ricky. You know? Ricky Ricky needs Ricky he just wants to lay pipe. Uh, yes. He's not, he's not thinking about anything about elderly people. Unbelievable. I mean, this guy, it was such a bad deal. Bad deal for Ricky. Bad deal for anyone that had to encounter that show for more than two minutes. Because it's fucking horrible. <laughs> Jay Stu. Jay Stu, Jay Stu it. loved it. Good show. Um, hor- More horrible than I Love Lucy. Come Joe on. Buck. Oh, yes. Yes. He was trending on Twitter during the All-Star game because yes. fans missed him. Well, so hold on. This is a misnomer. Because, f- first of all, Joe Davis was doing the game. And Joe Davis is fantastic. He's just he's just a good, just solid play-by-play guy. That And he has a skill that Joe Buck doesn't have. And that's that he varies the intonation of his voice when he's saying things. So if something exciting happens, he is actually, his voice will go up a little bit to convey to the listener that something happening on the field. Caught. Caught. Yeah. I, I watched the game with my son and I didn't think about it until I saw this article and I was like, Oh yeah. I didn't ever spend time during the game wanting to like, yes, Yes. someone in the face. Yeah. So I didn't hate the announcer's guts. Anytime Joe Buck is calling a game, he trends on Twitter and it's always, and the tweets are always like Joe Buck fucking sucks. Joe Buck is awful. I was trying to watch this game, but now I got to turn it off because Joe Buck is there. Like it's all about how much they hate Joe Buck. And then they were talking this week about Joe Buck trended during the all-star game because people missed him. But people were like, I miss talking shit on how much Joe Buck sucks. <laughs> I miss Joe Buck hating his guts. Yeah, they miss hating Joe Buck, which I understand. Like it is more fun when somebody's real shit. Luckily, they still had John Smoltz there to talk about baseball, like it was the fucking 1850s still. But Joe Buck wasn't there to make fun of. Yeah, Smoltz is, seems like a real asshole. Yes. Um, the worst. I hate Joe not- Buck. I miss Joe Buck. My head hurts. <laughs> Where is Joe Buck? I miss Joe Buck. I can't believe I said that. Uh, yeah, he no. He's go through and read them. Read all the tweets. It's just people miss Joe. They miss Buck hating him. They hate his guts. Well, somebody who universally is hated, Kurt Schilling. Oh yeah, he's the worst. He was triggered by LeBron James's tweet supporting yeah. Brittany Griner, who I believe she's been in jail today, like a hundred and five days I'm for having. Time. That's residue. A, that's a long time. Yeah. That's a long time. Uh, but LeBron tweeted support for Brittany Griner and um and Kurt Schilling tweeted that Griner should pay the penalty yes. and quote obey the fucking law. Why is that such a challenge? Yeah. Now um, now now switch her with a white person and see what Kurt Schilling has to say. Well, yeah. I mean Table for is one. it cool to bankrupt the state of Rhode Island made another appearance. Yes. Rhode Island, not forgettable. You you promised to deliver something to the state of Rhode Island. 
And then what you delivered was a a bill for $230 million or whatever it was. What Now, look, I'm not a Brittany Griner fan, obviously, but I will say this. They want, they want to do some trade. Oh, and uh, look, we don't get political here. I will just say that if literally anyone else were the president, Brittany Griner would already be home. That said, the, they want to trade like some arms dealer for her, whatever. Give them, give them the fucking arms guy. We don't do that. Whatever. Give them the arms guy. It's, it'll make everybody happy. Bring her home. And then we can celebrate her rescue from some bullshit weed charge in another country where it's illegal by releasing everyone that's in prison in this country for some bullshit weed law because it's not illegal anymore. Like, let's sure. let's let's make a big show of it. Let's make her the hero of that. You know, bring her home. Give yep. them the arms dealer. I don't give a fuck. Bring That's too home. easy a W. That's too easy a W. We need we need to make things more complicated. Bring her home and then let everybody else the fuck out. Weed's not illegal anymore. You shouldn't be sitting in jail for some weed shit. Right. I mean, that was that was the I mean, he didn't fix everything. That was the best part of Trump's presidency is Kardashian. Yep. Talked him into releasing people that didn't need to be in jail. Right. There's that a was lot probably of them the there. best thing he did. Yes. There's a lot of them there, you know, and it's. You wonder why they're still there because because they make money for people. Right. That's why. OK. I'll get off my soapbox. Here's some emails. You know who are voicemails? You know, who we haven't heard from in a while. Manuel. He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. His calls are far from great. He's such a stupid fuck. He seems down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. His voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus, so fucking boring. And worthless, but he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. His thoughts are useless, shit, 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 shit. He's fat and got big tit, 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 tits. He's been well in Gardenia. Whoa, he's been well in Gardenia. Whoa. I, um, at last Friday, I met, I met not friend of the show. Cause he doesn't pay for the red circle Darwin, the OC for a few beers that I paid for. And he tweeted and I didn't realize till today, he tweeted an unauthorized picture of me at the bar. And it was, and it's kind of funny or it was kind of funny because I'm holding my phone in the picture. Yeah. And Francis and Glendale photoshopped or he made a meme of me and then side by side it looks like I'm holding my phone and on the phone it says it looks like I'm calling Manuel and Gardena. <laughs> That's awesome. Gardenia. Yeah, I'll retweet it right now because it is kind of funny. And a lot of people saying I look like Telly, saying I look like Gallagher. You know, I mean not we're not far off. I think today's G- Gallagher's 80th birthday. Gallagher? I believe it's Gallagher's birthday today. Shut the fuck up. Look there people won't realize like you make fun of leo gallagher he was the biggest comic in the world when we were kids oh it was yesterday oh he's got the same birthday as my mom it was day before yesterday the 24th wait was that yesterday Happy birthday mom yeah july 20th today's the 25th today's the 25th so yes. 
Leo Gallagher. No, he's not 80. He's 76. Six. Making fun of me doing math again. What a talent. What a talent that guy is. He, he was the thing. He's the he big smashed yes. watermelons. Yeah. And he would he would make really, really, uh, really simple observations about the world, but we just we just hadn't been treated to a lot of really good comedy. So he'd be like, Why do you park in a driveway but drive? In a parkway. Now let's get to smashing melons. How come you have a pair of panties, but only one bra? And then he'd and then he'd take a sledgehammer and smash it on the stage. And if you sat in front, you might get splashed with shit. And look, any comedy show where you have to bring a raincoat is a good comedy show. I never use a raincoat. Unbelievable. (laughs) Okay, let's do some. Let's check in with the voicemailers here. Oh, oh, here we go. Uh, appreciate oh, all my the, God. Hold the on. This is Ben 906. Ben 906 here. Uh, appreciate all the, the conversation about that ridiculous two-handed bowling uh, aspect of the uh, the strike. For, for those possibly new to the show, it should be noted that Ben 906 is the official bowling correspondent of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. It was, uh, it was a unique little game they do for the PVA where it's as many strikes as you can get uh, within a period of time. Uh, it's kind of kitschy. Uh, Last week I was talking about this where there, there was two lanes set up and they were bouncing back and forth and they were just trying to throw as many strikes. It was like a timed thing. They were like throwing as many strikes as possible and to a man, except for the guy that sucked, nearly every bowler in the event was throwing it two-handed. It's an epidemic. Yeah, it's but, a problem. It excites them. It's kind of like the home run derby, right? So, yeah. Um, but yes, it was overrun by two-handed bowlers, which yep. just absolutely blows. Um, and what I keep thinking about is, you know, Ed kind of mentioned something. Uh, there was kind of a discussion about not wanting to be misogynistic. And, but really, there aren't very many two-handed women bowlers uh, on the LP uh, right now. Um, but I think that's going to come um, and, wow. and definitely uh, be the wave of the future for that league, too. So I can only hope that the Saudis come on board yes. and start a live tour for bowling and take all the two-handed bowlers, pay them a bunch of money, and yep. get them out of the PBA, uh, put the sport back to where it needs to be. Make uh, Keep it baller. Make Ben – here we go. Make Ben 906 the commissioner. Right. That's the c- simple solution. And then Ed and I will call. We'll be the, we'll be the oh, um, play-by-play team. I'll be the Chris Shankle. We'll be the opposite of Joe Buck because we will be very excited by everything. Yes, of course. And and we'll talk shit. Oh, we'll, there won't because it'll be the live bowling tour. There won't be any two handers, obviously. But you know who will be there? Obviously, is that lefty, the um, ginger assassin. The ginger assassin. Yeah, he'll be there. He'd love to be on the live. He he because he's like the Patrick Reed. That's a golfer. He's like the Patrick Reed of the PBA. And so everyone probably hates his guts. So he'll go to the live tour and he could be like the, you know, like the, the lovable villain. Thanks for that. Ben nine Oh six. Here's another one. Hey guys. Another great show here. It's Matt and Finlay. Hold on. Finlay. Just- this is Matt and Finlay, Ohio. And it's on, on the stereo after show I was doing on Friday, after I got done yelling at the app for 10 minutes, 
Yep. Screaming, what is this? What is this? What is this? That's what I was doing in my bathroom. Uh, Matt, Matt and Finlay and Ben 906 realized that they only live a couple hours apart from each other in Ohio. Oh, wow. And so they're like, we should hang out. And I'm like, I, I have lifelong friends that I live 20 minutes from and I would never, <laughs> it's never occurred to me that we should hang out. I, 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 one of my best friends lives in the town next door oh. and I see him these days. I see him like twice a year. Mm-hmm. That's about right. Just checking in, just heard the piece about the upside down pineapple shirt and the connotation that it yeah. somehow means you are down to swing. Yep, which I am. wonder, is there some article of clothing I should not wear? Should I want to visit Seattle for fear of being, you know, confused with right. the Rain City Jacks lifestyle? I would hate to yeah. be, you know, taken in the Mariners game wearing a... <laughs> shirt that all of a sudden some dude comes up and asks me if I wanted to accompany him to the Rain City Jacks later. So I don't know. If you think there is some shirt, maybe it's one of those like uh, big purple uh, eggplant emoji oh, or right. something I, like that. Is I don't a know. shirt with that anyway, on it? Let me know what you guys think. That's Keep a, up the good work. That's a really, really good call. Ed, what, what type of garment do you think would guys would signal to each other, hey, Maybe I'm into accompanying you after the Mariners game to Seattle's premier men's masturbation club, Rain City Jacks. So the 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 easy joke there is a Coldplay T-shirt, but really, yes. I I have to tell you that one of the most complimented I ever was in my life was was when a gay guy was was. Uh, putting the putting the moves on like that's 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 the high compliment so i would love to be confused often skate gay guys never hit on me it it does harken back to he, he i'm reminded by matt's call of a little something from a, a bygone era ed are you familiar with the handkerchief code Oh yes, I am. Hey, you, you tie tie it to your leg or something. Your no, you just put it in your pocket. Bandana. Oh yeah, yeah. Just hang hang out of your pocket. Yes, and there's different co- colors that are codes. I do know about that. So this was big. I believe this was big in San Francisco in the well, 80s. At truck stops. Yeah, and at truck stop. Yeah, good call. You would you would keep in your back pocket a hanky or bandana is probably a better term and the color of the bandana would signal to people like mouth stuff or right so i'm i'm gonna give you i'm gonna i'm gonna teach you the code right now Ed, because i've opened opened the wiki so oh and you know there's some you know just just like with all urban lore there's you know some dispute about certain things but for the most part we can go with this so if you got a black if you're hanging a black hanky, what what do you think that means, Ed? Black hand job. S and M. S and M. Oh, yeah. You like, might like to be restrained. Yeah. Gimp. Like take for instance I'm, the gimp and or Zed. They true, were they true. Were, leather. That, yes. That's like a leather type. Leather, yes. 
dark blue, Ed. Dark blue. Dark blue. I'm going to say dark blue is your bottom. That's absolutely right, Ed. Anal sex. Mm-hmm. Dark blue means you enjoy being topped and sexed anally. Okay, light blue, Ed. Dark blue, light blue. Light blue is blowjob. Once again, you are correct. Light mm-hmm. blue, oral sex. Oral sex. I would like, I, and I assume that means you would like, you, you're interested in performing oral yeah, sex on people because every, you're given. Because then everyone would have a light blue. It'd be nothing but light blue. Right. right? I'll walk around with a light blue right now. Yeah. If you're into receiving oral sex, it's just nothing but light blue. Here's another one. Here's another hanky color. Brown. A brown hanky. Brown hanky. Could that mean? That toss salad? Pretty close, but I, I don't think I can. I can give you the win here because and I got to say this was only probably this was very prolific in the Bavarian region possibly Scat. Munich yes that's right it's I mean I figured brown it was something I just well, didn't want to go there knows, yes scat play apparently how about this one green the green green hanky what could the green uh. hanky mean is this like uh, Jeff the Vomit guy from Stern? Oh, interesting. Uh, not fecophilia. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. Yeah. Uh, that is not correct. That means you are a prostitute, a hustler. If you okay. got the green, that means you want money. You'll do whatever for money. Gray is bondage. I don't know how that difference differs from black S&M. Is there anyone that's just ski pulling, like really – safe trucker stuff it doesn't i haven't come across that well hold on ed orange orange is ski pulling among other things yes orange is anything goes you're i'm just a real pig like orange like (laughs) you could fuck my mouth you could fuck my ass you could tie me up you could you could take me to germany whatever i'm down for anything i'm just i'm dirty I remember I was at South Beach and uh, a buddy of mine lived next door to a guy who had a Hummer oh, mm-hmm. and nice it's it said size queen on it. <laughs> that sounds about right. Giant bumper sticker that said size queen. Uh, yeah, that is awesome. Like, wow. Yeah. Okay. Here's another one. Um, Purple, purple. Purple. I don't know that this is real. This isn't really an activity. It's just. Yeah, I'm, I've run out of activities. Okay. You've described oh. everything, including scat. No, there's a couple more. Purple. That means your dong is pierced. That means you got a you got a Prince Albert, which means you have to sit to pee. I mean, to pierced to be a gay guy, you have to like no. It, this is like nautical flags. There's too many pierced cock. If you have a. Oh, here comes a hurricane. Oh, wait, that's Pierce Cock. Yeah, Pierce Cock, yeah. Okay, two more. Red, Ed, and this isn't real. This is not, I can't imagine. Also, <clears throat> it's also two on the nose to give you a hint. Red. Is this, this is uh, 
Well, but this is a gay thing, right? Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Is this for uh, women on their periods kind of thing? Uh, oh, you mean the, the John and Fullerton special? <laughs> yes. Only John and Fullerton would wear that because he loves having sex with women who are on their periods. He talks about it often. No, red is, um, it reminds me of a lyric about, uh, from the band, no effects about a lesbian couple. I'll never forget the first time you kissed me. Virgin. Now I want you to fist me. Oh, right. Right. And now nobody's into that, right? I mean, I still red hankies. I just don't see how it could happen. And of course, yeah, add yellow to complete the rainbow. Yellow. I thought we already did piss. No, did we not? No. All right, we did. Uh, yellow, so this means, is this is piss. Yellow means you want to be urinated on. So, Matt and Finlay, if you go to a Mariners game, which sounds like a fantastic afternoon activity, great ballpark yeah. there. The house that it's your own bit built. Yes, absolutely. I would love to do that. I would suggest not having any of those color handkerchiefs hanging out of your back pocket. I also think, as I recall, the pocket was important, which if it was in the right pocket, it meant one thing. If it was in the left pocket, I meant it meant another thing. Um, Fantastic code that they had back then. Here's another voicemail. Thank you for that, Matt. Hey, boys. Uh, oh, my God. One of the Ella. Ella. This man's voice. He he cucked me on our stereo show because he started talking. And my girlfriend, Cheyenne, was on the call. And she she was downstairs. And I was upstairs. And she said, hey, babe, um, do do you know where the double A batteries were? Because she was, she was so excited to hear LSU's beautiful, deep Southern voice. And it's, it's actually kind of triggering for me now. I'll, I'll be honest. Talk about it's a beautiful voice. Gorgeous. Stolen valor moment. Oh, um, of course, talking about his wearing of the pineapple shirt. There's just a, a few things that, you know, we can't do anymore, you know, uh, wearing pineapples, wearing or having rainbow, anything. Just, I mean, it should be noted that LSU Lala is well known for having fucked so much. He's forgotten much of the sex he's had. Can't keep track. You can't keep track. No idea. He's done so much fucking. So he's like, of course, he's like, oh, no, I'm not going to wear a pineapple shirt because I fuck so much. I don't want people to continue to try to fuck me because it's too much for me. It's I've had too much sex already. So I'm it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Tapped Wearing out. a red hat. There's just uh, some groups that have taken over some of these items and you just can't do them anymore. So sorry, Brian, no pineapples for you. Uh, I thought that was pretty well known. I'm the last person uh, to know. Uh, I've, I've heard it in the last couple of years. So, um, other thing, our buddy Manuel, what, what the hell has happened to him? He hadn't called in in a while. I thought about him today. I was looking on Twitter and I don't see that he's even on there anymore. So oh I don't God. know if he's, 
with us anymore. Uh, if we have to play the R.I.P. song for him, or or if he's just incognito, or what's going on. So anyway, let us know if you know Manuel. what's happening, uh, or Manuel, if you're listening, reach out to Manuel. us, buddy. You won't smile no more. You won't laugh no more, Manuel. And you won't fuck no more, Manuel. So dearly to the party, Manuel. We hope you rest in peace. I'm sure he's just taking a break. He's, as we know, LSU. I mean, it's very kind of you to reach out. You are a gentleman. You are. He's not going to hear that voicemail, right? That's what I'm saying. You're a concerned citizen, but this. Manuel is, while a caller to the show is, has demonstrated time and time again, that he is not a listener to the show. He's not, he's not paying the five bucks. He's not paying the zero bucks. He's just, he just fucking hits it and quits it. The five dollars is way too big of an ask for a guy who's never heard the show. Never once heard the show. I mean, he's like the, he's like the LSU Lala of shows and podcasts. He's he's called. He's put mind. up numbers. Yeah, he puts up big numbers, but he doesn't he he doesn't hang around to find out if there's how he was received. He's moved on to the next piece. Okay, here's one more. Hey Brian. Hey Ed. Hey Paul. Guru Stu. It's just, it's a real fucking murderer's row of callers this week. Yeah. I just uh, you know I'm not the most uh, TV guy cable guy plugged in guy that there is we all know this but his um guru stew has seen like five movies in his life and one of them is shooter with mark Wahlberg. <laughs> oh i thought it was iron eagle yeah shooter I've seen that as well yeah i realized how much i miss craig ferguson oh. like and he's still around like he's around. I just didn't realize it. Craig yeah. Ferguson is a funny no, he got motherfucker. No, he got fucked. I never listened to him got, once. Hope all is well. He got fucked. Craig, Craig Ferguson got fucked because he was he was ho- the host of the late late show after Letterman. And then Letterman retired and they're like, off you go, Craig Ferguson, Scottish stand up comic. We're bringing in a fucking real talent. James Corden to take over <laughs> the, the hope the hope is yes that's that's Jesus's spot oh really yeah that's the hope for for me my yeah. my buddy and I were opining where he would go next and I could I could see that one yes because isn't Corden like leaving eventually yeah he's he's announced his retirement I think he has one more year so uh, another year well or maybe it's just the end of this year or something like that I don't yeah. know yeah but he's he's done us he's done what he should have done in the beginning and said goodbye. Uh, thank you to all the voice mailers. One quick email. This guy I just want to follow up after last week. B squared. I'll give head or row life a try. Got it. Oh, he was con- he was concerned about the lyrics. He's confused about the lyrics. My ears just could not dial into that and needed it slowly sounded out for me. Thanks. See you at a future gopher tailgate. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've been known to do work in SoCal. I'll give a shout next time. I'm at Muldoon's in Fashion Island, John. Oh, John, I, I could meet you at Muldoon's in Fashion Island because um, uh, my kids have uh, regular appointments at a building directly next door. And I, I 
pat them on the head and send them off to their appointment. And then I go down to Muldoon's and have exactly two Guinnesses. And once they're done, once those Guinnesses are done, so are their appointments and off we go. What is it's called fashion Island. Yeah. It's a, that's a mall. Yeah. It's a, oh, okay. It's a, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Muldoon's. Yeah. Muldoon's is the name of it. It's like a fake Irish pub. It's one of those huge ones with like t- different levels. And uh, yeah, I go, I go in the bar at sure. the bottom and I, uh, I have a couple beers while I wait for my kids. Uh, Love good Guinness. Oh yeah, fantastic. Let's uh, let's do some not sports. Well, it's time, it's time for not sports. Not sports segment, segment on the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Not sports, not sports, not sports, not sports, not sports. I'm talking about the favorite thing. Not sports, not sports, not sports segment. Ed, what is going on in the world of things that are not sports? You got a bunch of RIPs. Uh, Most of the people you barely know. Well, I'm about to learn who they are. (laughs) RIP Bob Raffleson, creator of The Monkees and the director of the movie Five Easy Pieces. He was 89. The Monkees were like a boy band yeah, they were. response to the Beatles. And they were like, they were underrated. Like they're thought yeah. of as like completely clownish, but yeah. they were actually talented. Yeah. And you know, they came together and they did, you know, they were a made for TV band. Right. And only one real musician, I believe, believe Mike Nesmith, the guitar player. Who's, whose mom invented liquid paper. Yeah, that's right. His mom invented whiteout. And, uh, he um he was the only real musician and then but the other guys everyone could sing you know so there was Mickey Dolan's there i think he was the drummer yeah peter tork peter tork and then uh and then davy jones who was like 4-1 and he would <laughs> and he would just play the team he was the heartthrob right he was a heartthrob and they were like a fake beatles and um they one time Jimi Hendrix. There was a tour where Jimi Hendrix opened for the Monkees. Could you imagine? That's and, crazy. But then they came together and they actually made a, a a very like subversive psychedelic album. Like later in their career, called it's called Head. Yeah, they they like it. See, everything about them seemed like a joke, except they weren't. They they were like all right. Yeah. Yeah, and they, they were very popular. They had a TV show. It was a whole thing. Like it was, a, it was a weird time. Yeah. All right. Um, R.I.P. The creator. Uh, R.I.P. Torian Black. He's the Emmy. He was an Emmy-nominated star of Hill Street Blues. Um, you'd kind of recognize him. He was. He was like one of the cops, a black guy. Yeah. Um, he was eighty-two, but I read his obit. Oh. He had two kids. Uh, or he and his wife like had two kids and adopted eleven. No. He was part of George H. No. W. Bush's like Council on Adoption no, or something. No, 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 no. Eleven adopted kids, so he had thirteen kids. That's too. Oh yeah, yeah. That's too many. What's going on? That's uh, too many. Oh, that's too many. Um, Hill Street Blues, just a little before my time. It's a cop show. I knew it was a big deal, yeah. but like, yeah, I was yeah. six, so I'm not watching like yeah. cop same, shows. Same. I don't. I don't recall ever having seen an episode of Hill Street Blues. 
Um, much like much like Jay Stu and Magnum PI, the fucking most popular and greatest show of the eighties. <laughs> he never saw it. Um, R.I.P. Elvis actor Shanka Dakura, forty four years old. I don't know what happened there, but I just saw that movie. She just has like a cool scene where um, Elvis was influenced by the black community in which he lived. Yep, and Super she Mississippi, and she did a like a cool rendition of hound dog or something. And then he eventually took it and ran with it. But it was just like one scene, but like, man, 44 years old. And she just got like a big break. I know it's like, I'm, I hate this, but I really wish people, they would tell us how people died. Yes. You know, I think, I think under 75, we should just know. Yeah. We should know. I did. I was Googling her. And you know how the questions, when you Google, there's like similar questions. Mm-hmm. One of the questions is who died on the toilet? Do you want a list of people that died on the toilet, Ed? Yes, I would love that. I mean, no obviously, one. we know Elvis. 16 August 1977. That's Elvis Presley, Memphis, Tennessee. Elvis Aaron Presley. And he had, he had like 60 pounds of impacted feces. So he had a third grader inside of him. <laughs> He had a third grader full of shit inside of him when he died. Yeah. Um, another one, and I imagine this is this was with a needle in his arm, Lenny Bruce. Lenny yeah, Bruce. I thought it was for sure with a needle in his yeah. arm. This one could have been a needle, could have been a, a, a stomach full of uh, barbiturate. Demon? Yes. Well, <laughs> that, or, no, not Rod Stewart. Ed. He's still alive. Still doing well. Judy Garland, June 20th. Oh, yeah. 1969 Judy Garland Judy Garland like post yeah Wizard of Oz yeah, was she, a train wreck yeah, she had a tough life she was actually during yeah didn't she talk about the the uh the munchkins were all oh yeah they were grabby, grabby. they were grabby where, where, where are you gonna find other munchkins though you know like I was watching that movie the other day and it's um they really had they had the ones with like the normal legs and the normal heads you know, it was like this, this, they had like, they, they had the like pick of the litter and the monk of the munchkins and, uh, and you know, then they were, they, they wanted to be treated like stars. Okay. Here's another one, Ed. Nine, January 19th, 1996. Dead, uh, dead on the toilet. Bel Air, California. I was thinking it's not Michael Hutchins. He he died jerking off naked, right? He was in the closet like um David David uh, Carradine Carradine, who was not Asian, by the way. David but, Carradine, like really, he 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 was an egg. He was white on the outside, but yellow on the inside. <laughs> yes, yeah, he was. He played a show. He he appeared on a show about an Asian guy in the old west walking around doing kung fu to everybody. But then he carried himself like that forever. Then, yes. Then he became Asian. That's like, yes. that's like how Jeff Bridges is always the dude. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly like, he right. Carries himself like, like, uh, what was it? Uh, what was the Kung Fu guy? Um, David Carradine. Kang. Oh yeah. Yeah. Kwai Jong Kang. Kwai Jong Kang. Kwang. Um, <laughs> wait, who was it? 1996 January 1996 Bel Air California Super producer Don Simpson 52 years old 
Once again, there very well could have been a needle in the arm. Yes, it's a young man. 52? Yes. Oh, oh, also, wasn't this guy, this guy was on a show. Was he on Designing Designing Women? Oh. March 8th. Maystock Taylor? No. <laughs> oh, no. I know who you're talking about, the the paint the painter dude. Yes, with the with the goatee. Yeah. Robert Pastorelli. Yeah. Hollywood Hills, California. He had a salon beard. Yes. Overdosed on morphine while on the toilet. See, a lot of times people sit down on the toilet. Yeah. This guy. Oh, I didn't know this guy OD'd. He was in a lot of stuff too. Okay. Hold on. What? Pastorelli? Yeah. Yeah. I knew he OD'd. Oh, you did? I didn't know about the toilet. He was on the toilet. Um, I don't know who this is. There's two that I don't know who they are. Christopher Shale. I mean, his last name is a uh, nickname for cocaine. <laughs> so he died of a heart attack on a portable toilet at the Glastonbury Festival, which is in. He's a UK. conservative politician. Oh, he did, really? Oh, wow. All right, Pete. And then another one Tufik M. Siraj, 63. How do you spell that one? T O U F I Q. M period S E R A J. He apparently heart attacked while on a toilet as well. A Bangladeshi businessman who was the founder and manning director, managing director of Shell Tech. I mean, that's kind of a bullshit celebrity right there. R.I.P. Yeah, it is. I know. That was kind of bullshit. Uh, so there's that. So those are all the people that have died on toilets. Who else said? Hey fam, there's still a lot more of this episode to hear, but it's only available to our bonus content subscribers. Click the link in the show notes or go to theballerlifestyle.com and subscribe so you never miss a minute of the show. Even the haters will love us And we're not trying to talk politics a lot We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot Shit's so hot Man, you know the shit's on top Top podcast, man, it really hits the spot Listen up, you players and shot callers TBLS, the lifestyle's baller And you know the show is so flawless TBLS, the lifestyle's baller Listen up, you players and shot callers TBLS, the lifestyle's baller